Yes, guys, welcome to On Our Radar with me, Lewis Duckers. Tonight, we've got an American sensation on the show, Alexis Parry. Hey, Alexis, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? We're good, thank you. So whereabouts in the States are you dialing in from? Um, I'm on the East Coast. I'm on. I'm in South Carolina, so southern east coast of America. Beautiful. Um, hmm? Wow, right, right east back. coast. So I think this is our mm-hmm. first. We've done a couple of stateside podcast interviews, but I think this is our first mm-hmm. on the East Coast. Yeah, well, it's fun. The water's not as cold as on the West Coast. So. <laughs> well, let's take it right back to the start then. So which was the first ever record that you bought? So the first record I bought, and I had to think about this, it was actually um, Taylor It was a Taylor Swift. It was Taylor her, uh, Swift, yes. Album, album. I was young. I was like, uh, whenever it came out, I was like eight or nine. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. So, <laughs> I veered a little bit from her music uh, style wise, but it was still fun childhood record for me. Nice. I've got to admit, I once went to a Taylor Swift concert in Manchester and had a little dance to uh, to shake it. <laughs> really? Yes. Uh, awesome. I was dragged along. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your latest single, The Witch Maria, was released earlier this month. And I love the strings on this and a stunning vocal. Mm-hmm. Come on, tell us then, who's the witch? So, and I knew this question would come because... <laughs> I've, I've had others ask in a legitimate sense, like since the witch is the narrator, the singer itself, but it's for anyone to place themselves into really. Um, I'm trying to leave it a little more interpretive for everybody. I like that. Yeah. It reminds, yeah. so the only, well, the other obvious song that I know uh, with the witch connections is uh, Flute mm-hmm. of Matt Rhiannon. And it sort of reminds me a little bit of that in theme. I love that song. It's a beautiful song, yes. <laughs> and I read somewhere that you have got a huge following in Brazil, so big shout out to all yeah. the beautiful Brazilians that are going to be listening tonight. So oh, yeah. how did that come about? How did you find out about your huge following in Brazil? When I started with my first, I think it happened with my first EP when I came out with American Beauty, through social media, like the most love I got was from Brazil and super passionate fans, super intense people, and just yeah, absolutely. Me a lot of love, and it was amazing. So I'm really hoping I can go and um, perform down there at some point soon. Yes, Rocky Rio. Mm, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> so if you could go for a drink with anyone from the music industry, who would it be? What are you drinking, and is it their city or yours? Okay, any person in the music industry god that is trying to like does it have to be a musician or just an industry power player or just Ooh, we'll go musician go on okay okay <laughs> then i weirdly i don't know why this is gut reaction i think i'd like to go have a drink with axel rose just yes. so i could be like why <laughs> i want to <laughs> eat someone and i've heard he's chilled out and he's super nice now but that's i don't know it's cultivated such a character i just want to pick his little brain for a little bit um my drink would be a vodka cranberry Ooh, i reckon i reckon axel could go a vodka cranberry as well you know mm-hmm. probably <laughs> <laughs> so let's get stuck into another record now i love this when it first came out it's absolutely beautiful it's 
to be honest, it's the first tune that I really noticed your music and it's gloriously mm -hmm. titled Murder in Suburbia. Tell us a little bit more about this tune. That, um, first of all, thank you. But that one was, uh, it was one where I sat down to start writing it and I was kind of just in like a weird mood and I just wrote it all in one go and then was like, this is okay. But then I kept working on it and I was like, I really want to do something with this one. And it's, I don't know, very, very tied into all the books I was reading at the time and all the, um, even the shows I was watching, I was really into true crime at the time, believe it or not. <laughs> I love a bit of true crime, yes. Um, and so, yeah, it was just a very influenced story and I was, I'm very happy to have written it. <laughs> well, it's I a just... stunning song. Let's hear it now.
So I saw on, I think I saw on social media recently, you've got a gig coming up in the States next week. Yes, I do. I'm going to be in Beaufort, South Carolina. Um, so, so traveling down to it. And I've heard, I haven't been yet, but I've heard that it is just beautiful and scenic, like big oak trees. and Oh, beautiful. And wow. One wow. of my favorite visuals. Yes. So have you got many gigs planned then for the rest of the year? And have you got any plans to come to the UK? Well, right now, lots of my, now that our states have lifted restrictions and got my vaccine and all that, I'm going to be, um, I have gigs coming up all over the country and I'm slowly getting them finalized and making sure everything's settled. And as soon as the UK is going to let me come over, because I don't know where y'all are with your restrictions right now. Um, I am just dying to get over to England, especially, and just play. I've always wanted to go. It's just I'm very excited for that possibility. Yes, well, we know that UK fans are going to love you when you do come. Yes. So, yeah, hopefully in the fall. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. And I always ask this one, if you could go back in time and watch any gig anywhere, who would you choose? I would have, and I, this might be basic, I'm not sure. But I would love to have been one of the people in the audience who saw um, Nirvana's debut and like wow. seeing one of their like is their Nevermind album and just see that change that happened in music in America, actually everywhere really. But see that change from like you know punk and heavy like hair metal and all that is amazing. But that switch into grunge is really what I would have loved to be there and see experience. Yeah, really sort of like the epitomize of the change <laughs> in the movement there. Yes. Well, Alexis, it's been a blast having you on tonight. And before we do go, we've got a very special cover to play us out. And this is a really cool take on a Sting classic when he was with the police. I want you to introduce it and tell us why you chose to cover this song. This is going to be Don't Stand So Close To Me by Sting. And I covered it, um, which was, I didn't plan on doing it originally. I brought it and I started playing it with um, a couple friends of mine and I was like this is you know one of my favorite songs and um, I just found the lyrics so interesting and I thought it would be fun to play with it as like a female perspective on such a um, 
kind of nuanced song and I don't know I was just song is very speaks to me <laughs> I think like your version definitely opens up another interpretation of the tune mm -hmm. it's, it's beautiful well let's hear it now Starts to shake and cough, just like. 